Hello, everybody. It's Thursday, March 23rd, 2017, and you are listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hello. Hugh Perry. Ho! Kelsey Lavati. Hey. And Matt Wood. Hello. We got a full house today. The first time we've all been recording in one place. Our, our Megazord is together. I was going to say Voltron, a- but I had to keep it low, like hip and on... Up to date? Up to date. Hmm. I might go see that movie. It's morphin' time. If it's um, a full house, I want to be John Stamos. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think. I think Hugh is more of our John Stamos. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I I have no idea what you're on about. <laughs> I think you're more of like the the Bob Saget. Um, That's uh, fine. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Okay. Could be a Bob Saget. As Does long as I'm not uh, Dave Coulier, uh, Joey. Yeah, yeah, Joey. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. I don't really have a Joey. Kelsey's our Joey. How about that? Works for yeah, me. I love Joey. <laughs> she, always, she, has, she does weird impressions and makes weird noises. Exactly. And yeah. I have a puppet that I teach kids with, so... <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> Everywhere you look. <laughs> Justin wants more in our headphones here. Yeah. Give me the, th- the, the thumbs up. Pumping it up. Um, yeah, so... We're back for another Zelda cast. Um, everybody, buckle in and get ready. I uh, know we have a lot of games to talk about. Actually, I know I've only, I've finally I'm done with Zelda, so I I will next time have other things to talk about because other games will again exist for me after after this show. But big stuff. We got a lot of. I know we got some Mass Effect talk, although it's not out for Hugh yet, so Hugh hasn't got a chance to start it yet. No. Nope. Um, but uh, we do have we have lots to talk about. Matt has a lot of very current games to speak about. <laughs> always, always, as, as usual, um, and some you know some cool new uh, free to play multiplayer games that that only really has come out that's starting to take the the community by storm. I feel like so we got a lot to talk about. Um, let's start off with the big gorilla in the room, though. Let's start off with Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. First game was five years since Mass Effect 3? Five years. Around that? Yeah. So this is the first one on new consoles, obviously. It's the first one sans Shepard and the whole regular crew. We're in another galaxy, um, and we're in a whole other generation here. I know for Justin and I, Mass Effect is one of our favorite game series of, of all time. Absolutely. Um, Hugh, I know you're also quite fond of it, right? Yeah, I've played um, all three of them. Um, I am quite excited for it, but um, as you said, I'm yet to get my hands on it, and also I'm a bit weary of starting it while I have Zelda and Horizon on the go. So Yeah, that's I, a tough one. I may hold off a little bit. I'll pick it up, but I'm, I might hold off for a while. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough, a tall task. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt, did you ever play any other Mass Effect games? So I, I played the first one, but I, I think my big problem with Mass Effect is that I'm one of those guys that came in too late. And so okay. everybody, it's one of those cases of everyone saying it's like the best thing ever. Uh, and I played I played the first one, but I, I kind of stopped there. Um, I hear the second one is like a game changer. Like it's it's kind of a totally different thing. It's not a totally different thing, but, but it does improve all of the things. Right. As far as mechanics and, and, and stuff like that, that the first one falls short on. They also moved away from their like more heavily influenced RPG style into a more 
conversational actiony game. Yeah, and then three perfects that formula. Yeah, three is the best mechanically yeah. of of any of them for sure. Um, and I'm interested to hear about the mechanics in this newest one because uh, it's one of the things I've heard uh, quite a bit about. Um, and Justin, I want to yeah. get your full thoughts for sure because I know you have a lot to talk about, um, Kelsey. I know that you're very excited about Mass Effect. You, we've been talking about it for since you started on the show. Um, yeah. Have you played the previous ones, or is this your first dive into that series? This this is my first dive. Okay. All right. So that's two. No, it's cool though. It's two totally opposing like uh, takes on on the series, and I think you are what they want, right? They want people to not feel, uh, to feel open and welcome into this universe with this game. Mm-hmm. It's why it's not called Mass Effect 4. That's why it's called Mass Effect Andromeda. It's mm-hmm. why they've done a whole new cast and a whole, whole new whatever. Um, so how much have you got to play so far, Kelsey? Um, okay, so I, I created my character and my twin. I'm a, still <laughs> like on the first planet okay um eos right sorry is it eos is that the first planet i I don't know if we learn its name yet i I don't remember it's not eos as far as i know it's not eos it's unnamed oh okay i think we eventually come to eos later okay all right gotcha it's habitat uh, seven okay go justin go no 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 go ahead kelsey you're just clarifying the name so kelsey uh you created your character you're on this first planet how are you what are the things about the game that you are enjoying so far? Um, I like the character interactions. Uh, okay. Like when you first land on the planet, right away you're you're with someone. So e- like even though they're not a real person, like I felt better. I was like, oh, I'm not alone. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> um, and I I really enjoy like uh, the the space for exploration and. Um, like you have a scanner on your on your suit and you can look at like the different species that are on the planet, um, which I really enjoyed. I don't know, but like I really like space. So like for me, like just walking around is like amazing. I don't know if you under like if you get what I what yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, just I get the it. scenery. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. Um the only thing that I'm worried about is like I get scared so easily. So like at one point, you have to go in like um, the the alien civilization that's on this planet that you're exploring. They have like an area, like they're they're kind of their artifacts, their ruins, and you have to go like explore. And like, even though the guy next to me is keeps saying he's like, "There's no one here. There's no one here," I'm like slowly walking because he can't go anywhere. He's following me, you know. So I'm like slowly eat like irking my way through because i'm so scared of like jump scares so i was like oh and it's like dark and i don't see anything i have to say i think you don't have to worry about that in a mass effect game (laughs) it's not a game about scaring you (laughs) but listen like the caves of firewatch scared the shit out of me so like yeah but those are meant to be a little spooky You can basically kill anything that moves with with, with, with a an action character in a oh, Mass Effect game. So I, I, I think love you're probably, that. Probably okay. I love okay. that. Anything that's a threat, I'm like, get out. <laughs> um. So cool. So you're are you enjoying your time overall so far, or do you have any reservations as well about it, other than being scared? <laughs> and no, I I love it. I'm really happy with it. I don't know if it's because I have nothing to compare it to. 
because I have heard like mixed things. I don't know if it's because I have nothing to compare it to that I'm like enthralled by it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe if I had played it like originally, I would have, have had the same feeling like in the right. first game. Mm-hmm. So that's where like that's my the, reservation I mean, is. Like maybe yeah. I'm just infatuated. Well, I would say like if you're enjoying it, that's awesome. Like that, there's no qualifier you need for that. If you if if you haven't played the other games and you're enjoying this one, I think that's really cool. And I think that, um, you know, uh, I I would I would never, and I don't think anyone, especially on the show, would ever want to make you feel like you shouldn't be enjoying it because you can't compare it to the other games. You know? Oh no 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 it, no. <laughs> yeah yeah. If you're enjoying it, that's awesome. Like that that's great to hear. Um, because a lot of people spend a lot of time making it, so <laughs> someone's getting enjoyment out of it is cool. I think. If you could see Justin's face right now, you would know that he'll probably have a differing opinion. But um, <laughs> uh, so let's jump in, Justin. Let's start with the positive. Are there things you're enjoying about Mass Effect Andromeda? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right. Um, <clears throat> the idea of the game um, is neat. Like in between games two and three, um, twenty thousand humans decide to go to Andromeda, and the other races, or some of the other races. Mm-hmm of the other game, uh, decide to do the same as well. Um, why? I originally thought it was to escape the Reaper threat, but it doesn't seem like that's what's going on here. It just seems like they want to be explorers. Right, yeah. And so the Adromina initiative started, and they create these giant arc ships. It takes 600-something years to get there while they're in cryosleep. Um, and pretty much, um, you start the game, you wake up, and you are there. And there's a thing going on, and you're going to go figure this thing out. Um, I think the game is striking at times visually. Um, you know, the planet that Kelsey's talking about, when you first control your character, there are these giant floating things in the sky while Mm -hmm. there is a lightning storm going on. And it is really, really pretty to look at. Um, the combat system is good. Uh, it takes me. It, it's taking me a little while to get used to it again because uh, Mass Effect, you know, it's a cover-based shooter, but it doesn't control like other cover-based shooters that you've played, a la Gears of War or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's a little bit stiffer, um, but light years from where they were with Mass Effect One. Um, there's a jetpack now, so you can jetpack in the air, and there's also a dash button, so you're able to like you know move forward or backwards, side to side, really quickly, or you could like jump an air dash, which is like a cool thing to uh, use during traversal. Um, those are the positives so far. Right. <laughs> um, the story, like, I'm maybe maybe an hour or two past Kelsey. Um, uh, maybe two hours, but maybe not a, a ton story wise past that because I'm doing a lot of like, let me look around, let me speak to anything that moves, mm-hmm. and trying to like gather as much as I can from the story from everyone early on. Um, so I can't really speak to the quality of the story. Uh, so far Um, from what I've heard it it takes a while to get going and I don't know if it's going to go any place there have been some cool moments Um, that's the like I said positive so far Um, there are a lot of things about this game that give me pause Yeah, a lot of things can I ask in in, in leading up to release I think the week before release uh, a lot of these uh, animated GIF comparison stuff started coming out of the way animations looked in 2007 in the ga- in, in Mass Effect and the way they look now in 2017 um, in in Mass Effect Andromeda. There's been a lot of focus, and obviously the internet likes to 
dump on things and, and, and get on things when there's something to make fun of, it will get made fun of and a yeah. lot. Are those facial animations and stuff distracting? Some of the ones that you've seen, the, the problem is they had a like a 10-hour trial for EA Access, right. and so you see a lot of these things very early, and then people like latched onto mm-hmm. them and created GIFs. So like yeah. the ones that have been super popular, I've seen all of those already. In the moment, if I did not notice, like if, if I didn't see the GIF before, it's not something that I would have been like, look at that, look at that, look mm-hmm. like there's that funny mm-hmm. expression. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this particular one I'm thinking of where uh, I'm playing Sarah Ryder. I'm playing Femship, as they call her. Right. Or they did in the last yeah. trilogy, <clears throat> where she like leans like leans up and she's making this like weird grimaced expression and then like showing her teeth and like I get the look that she's going for, but it was just on loop over and over again. So the second I saw it, I'm like, okay, there it is. <laughs> if I had not seen it, I wouldn't have said like there's something that like there's this thing that stands out. There's a thing that stands out. What stands out is all of it, right? Like not just these little weird instances. It's some of the worst facial animation I've ever seen in a AAA video game mm-hmm. or any video game that aspires to be something more than indie. It looks like, when I look at the footage, it looks like a shiny PS2 game. Like, that's how the animations look to me. Yeah, it, yeah. it's it's bad. Yeah. And you know, I, I generally try to be on the positive side, but it's, it is not pretty. What, what, and that's the weird thing, right? Because... The first time you get control of your character, like real control, mm-hmm. where you're not just running around on a space station, right. but like your boots on the ground, you're in your spacesuit, striking. Right. Like one of the best looking things I've seen on my TV yet. But then you get these close ups of the characters talking to each other or like in a cutscene, and you're like, this is, this is not good. Mm-hmm. In our conversations, I was like, somebody needs to be fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, like whoever okayed this to go out the door, yeah. like, hey, animators, it's mm-hmm. making video games is difficult. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the cause is, mm-hmm. engine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's bad looking stuff. That by itself isn't enough to like really deter me too much. Um, the part that's the, really the worst I, I, out of the, of the animation part is the eyes. Yeah, the eyes yes. are these yes. wide open, glassed out looking <laughs> mannequin things. Yeah, I know that don't react or move even. But like near believably, uh, and that like to me, that's the part that is throwing me completely off. And like again, I I will make excuses for anything in Mass Effect. <laughs> I in my head all week long, I was like, I'm gonna find an excuse to not bring this stuff up and be like, it's not as bad as everybody's saying, but right. like it's just like like it's not good. Right. Um, the writing so far hasn't been super top notch. That's the thing that bums me out the most. Um, that's that's a problem I I noticed too. Like the a, the dialogue a, itself is is okay yeah yeah it, it seemed i've only seen footage it seems stilted and like weird pauses and and, and it just seems yeah. off i mean there, there's a there's one part going around right now that's like where the one of the characters says like my face is tired like i don't <laughs> when you're having that conversation though i was like all right well maybe there's some sort of like because i only knew that one line mm-hmm. i'm like maybe there's some sort of like weird justification for it mm-hmm. and then like you're you're arguing back and forth with this character and she realizes she's, she did something. She's like, oh, my face is like, sorry, my face is tired. Like, it, do, it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And like an example of the animation and the conversation just not coming together correctly, and I'm going to do this without trying to spoil anything, but you, in the marketing, they're like, you're the Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. You don't start the game as the Pathfinder. Um, 
that's like a slight spoiler, I guess. But right. I mean, it's been all over the marketing. You yeah. are the Pathfinder. Yeah. That is your that is your thing. Mm. Um, so there's a, there's something that happens, and this person is coming up to you and expressing uh, remorse, like, "Hey, like I'm sorry about X." Mm-hmm. And Sarah, my character. Like, they cut to her, and she just, like, looks blankly. And this is where the animation doesn't really play well, and the eyes make it worse. Is like, you could tell the character is, like, trying to do this, like, I'm just going to be, like, just not, not say anything, but, like, show sadness and emotion. Like I, like, I can't say anything right now. But it just doesn't work. It just looks like a mannequin staring off into the distance. <laughs> and then after, like, three seconds of silence, they cut back to the, like, to the dialogue, and the dialogue is just stilted mm. and just not given any real like oomph behind it right it's all just strange yeah uh, I, but bums sorry. me out sorry Kelsey, go ahead <laughs> if you're if i can put two and two together though it was a spoiler for me but it's okay um i i would think that that would be a more emotional scene and i think yes. that 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 Time should have been spent specifically into that scene. Like if I'm putting two and two together correctly, which I probably am, time should have yes. time should have been put into that. And I think that that is a big problem that it it didn't bother me at first, but I feel like that scene will. I think that yes. will really well, bother me. The the part that I'm talking about isn't even that direct scene. Like it's like a couple of minutes later, but the scene that where I me and Kelsey are talking code about right now right. <laughs> is handled again, like it just the animation doesn't lend itself to any believability. So mm-hmm. you can't like if you're trying to express anything more than like mild amusement, um, it's like it's not working. Right. It's just it's not coming across right, and I find I'm like right now I'm finding it to be like super distracting. Yeah. It, again, we it's only this is this is like wild speculation, and I've seen there's a couple other places, but it feels like this is stuff that, and I've heard there's a lot of jank in the game. Um, so far, I haven't experienced any like weird glitches or jank. Like if you listen to the bombcast today, yeah. they're talking about things that it's like okay, well, I restarted the game three different times. <laughs> One of which, because I spent 45 minutes making a character, trying to make my wife. <laughs> she was looked at her and I was like, well, that hair, that, that blonde hair is way too blonde, but there was no substitute. So I was like, all right, I think this is good. Started the game, went, look, looked at that facial animation, was like, nope, 45 <laughs> minutes right out the window. I was like, I'm just taking default, the default character in because that's the one that's going to look the best. And I mean, on NeoGAF, if you go on NeoGAF, there are people who are like, Hey, look at this character I made, and it's like, oh wow, that looks mm-hmm. really good. I'm just, n- I'm, I don't have the time or the talent to do that. Right. Um, I cut you off before though. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it's totally okay. Oh, the the jank. Yeah, and like the, uh, the, I've heard there's like broken quests for some people and stuff like that. And I again, yeah. that stuff will happen in any big game and anywhere. But it feels to me, especially with the facial animation stuff, that. And we remember when we were talking six months ago, and I was like, "This game's not coming out in March." Like it, they haven't shown anything, haven't shown anything, and then they were like, "No, it's coming out in March." I feel like it's coming out in March because they needed to hit that release date, yeah, not they, because the game was ready to ship. No, this game in March, yeah, yeah, definitely not ready to ship. Um, the thing is, they are really like the aliens all look fine. Well, yeah, because yeah, they're aliens, yes. but like they're having yeah. like a really hard time animating human faces. Yeah, 
Um, cause and I, they were I, always better with the aliens than the humans because it's just easier to do yeah. something that's not something you recognize with your eyes. But even when I saw like the uh, what are what's the Garrus? The Turian. Turians. The the Turians in like. I, the, the, the Turians are suffering a little bit from it too, and I'm, I'm seeing side by sides. But again, it might not be. I haven't looked at any look, side by sides yeah. of like Mass Effect Two, tor- like Garrus yeah. versus any Turian that I've come across so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be rose-colored glasses, thinking they look exactly the same. And that's fine. If, if, but if you feel that watch, watching it, then that's fine. It's funny too because like six months ago, gameplay from this got leaked. Yeah. And they, I've seen the side by side running of that scene now and that scene six months ago, and six months ago it looks great. Mm. And so you're, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, what happened behind the scenes here? Like, yeah. what's going on? And there's, like, there's already threads all over the place of, like, an ex-Bioware guy being like, well, this is what the actual development was like over there. And, like, you feel like, if you read it, you're like, you're like well, this is true. I feel, like, terrible for the team working on this. Right. But in truth, like, this is the B-tier team. One of the B-tier teams at Bioware who have really just worked on, like, Mass Effect 3's multiplayer, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah. I have not jumped into the multiplayer yet. Supposedly, it's... It's good. Supposedly, it's the same. Yeah. It's, yeah. The combat, like, and, like the combat, feels like it's it, it's great. Like that's what they were great at, and mm-hmm. it's just like it feels like they were given a lot of time, but maybe they bit off a little bit more than they could chew. And this game needed like another six months of right. like let's I bake agree. it in the oven a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that said, all this stuff said, I'm still going to play the hell out of this game because right. it's a Mass Effect game, <laughs> and the story has enough like little things about it that is um, enough for me. Mm -hmm. I know that lots of people feel like we moved to a whole new galaxy. I don't need a stand-in for the Citadel. I don't need a stand-in for the Normandy. But like for me, all that stuff is totally fine. Like you don't have the Citadel, you have the Nexus. And you don't have the Normandy. I forget what the new ship is called. Then they brought back the Nomad or the the Mako and they call it the Nomad now. I haven't even gotten it yet. So like I am still super early in. I'm sure by this time next week I'll have like a much more deep impression of it. And maybe these things like as I'm playing along, like they won't bother me anymore. Totally. That that could totally be the case. But in the first few hours, especially coming off the heavy hitters that we've been got, we've been getting for Mm -hmm. the last few months to come across something that looks like this up close when a lot of the game is spent with dialogue and stuff. It, It was just jarring. But I'm hoping that the rest of it makes up for it. I'm hoping that the combat and the the way that the game looks in the scenery and the story eventually picks up and goes places. I've heard that it does, but it takes like 20-something hours to get there. Right. Also, it's huge from yeah. what I'm understanding. Yeah. Like, already last night, I was already missing Mass Effect's like kind of like hub worlds mm-hmm. like you would go down to a planet and there was only so many places that you could go, right, so yes, many things yes. that you could do. Um, but... It, from everything that I've heard, it's huge. Yeah. And there's a ton of side quests. A little more like Inquisition. Yes. Yeah. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, so we'll see. Aren't there like a lot of characters? Like they yes, spent a more lot characters. of time with a lot of characters. They had said there's more characters in this game than two and three combined. Well, well yeah. You know, I, I'd say the expectations for for myself personally it couldn't be higher it's like i said before earlier it's one of my favorite series of all time and two is one of my favorite games of all time this might be my favorite series of all time i think it is so and 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 mass effect was the first time in games where i really felt myself caring about characters and really invested in story for a long period of time there is there and i think i've talked about this in the show before but there is the the shadow broker dlc in mass effect 2 which, if you play it a certain way, and if you've had a relationship with a certain character, 
from the first game, it pays off that relationship because she's not really in the second game. What's at, up, Liara? Uh, yeah, Liara. That there was a, there's a scene between them where they're just like at the end of the DLC, it's big and bombastic, but in the end, they're just sitting around talking, kind of about their relationship and where it's gone wrong and what's happened with it, and. It was, I was literally, I felt emotional about those characters talking with each other. And that was the first time that ever happened to me playing games in that way. And so for me, Mass Effect is, you know, and everybody comes to something different. Everybody likes different parts of it in different ways. But for me, Mass Effect is number one, the story and the characters. And, you know, two, kind of the RPG elements. And three, like the combat is... I kind of tolerate it in the way that like I play through those combat sequences to get to the story bits, you know, even the, com- the I don't, the combat is, I never really had any problem with the combat. Even the first one where it's at its worst, yeah. I never had any really any big problem with it. Um, so I never really had a problem with the combat, but I was always like, okay, yeah, let's do the shooting and the power stuff, which can look cool. And then let's get to the next story. I mean, bit. There, there's some neat things that they do with the combat. Like they've opened it up. Um, and before, like in previous Mass Effect games, you would pick like, I'm I'm a biotic. Mm-hmm. I'm a soldier. I'm yeah. a this. I'm a that. Yeah. Like technician, but you just pick one to start. So I just pick soldier because mm-hmm. that's the one that I, I always go with. But as you're playing, you can as you level up, you could just pick stuff from the other trees. So you could be you could use soldier's abilities and biotics abilities, or you could use like I haven't even gone into the tech one yet. Yeah. But like they, they let you mix and match the way you want to, mm-hmm. and it all feels really good. We'll see. Yeah. Like part of me wants to just wait. Like. I feel like with a couple of patches, some of this stuff get ironed out. Yeah. But it's also Mass Effect, and I don't know if I can wait. Yeah, exactly. Kelsey, do you have anything else you wanted to say about Mass Effect? Anything else you wanted to go into? Yeah, well, I just wanted to, like, reiterate what you were saying, like, how you feel about the when you played it the first time. Like, I feel that way now. Like, I'm, I really, really, really like it, and I'm excited to put in... Like, this is the first time I find, like, anyone who's listened knows that I go for the story elements and that's why I tend to avoid I like shorter stories and that's why I tend to avoid the bigger games mm-hmm. um but I'm I actually like I'm excited to spend so many hours in this game this is the first time like I'm like oh man like what's 20 hours like I'm so excited you know and that's cool. I don't know like I'm, yeah. I'm 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 curious to see if my laziness will <laughs> override or if i'm actually gonna put time into a big game like i'm really excited to to see that right yeah and i'll I'll say this after all of this even with all the negative stuff i still want to play it because it's mass effect it's mass effect you know and like even we're talking about i'm like man like i I have horizon to play but i really want to even though mass effect is going to be worse i want to play it because i want to go back into that world again so like i was talking to a krogan last night Mm -hmm. A lady Krogan. Right. And I was like, your voice does not match any Krogan I've ever seen. <laughs> but it was just like, I'm talking in a new game to a Krogan. Right. Like, I was never sure I would get that again. Mm-hmm. And so I'm grateful for that. And I mean, they've gone back. Like They have said, like, this isn't the start of a new trilogy. While really meaning it's the start of a new trilogy. Right. So whatever, like, my hope is like, right now this game is playing like a 74 mm-hmm. on Metacritic and Open Critic. So that's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been some favorable responses to the game. Like some people are giving this thing like eights. Game Informer gave it an eight. Yeah. But GameSpot gave it a six. Yeah. So like it's all over the place. I, I don't remember the last time I've seen a game like jump back and forth like this. Um, I first time I've ever seen this is very inside baseball, but 
the, I think Polygon score was higher than IGN's score, which is nutso. Yeah. Because Polygon is super hard on things. Um, so, like, they're, from what I've heard from people who have played all the way through it, like, there, there's a good game here. So, Kelsey, like, none of the things I was saying, like, I want to, like, temper your, you know, your enjoyment or... Um, maybe like bring your expectations down a little bit like you could get you could love the hell out of this thing and that you'd be totally justified in doing so but for like for those it's like for me who was like really like jumped in and loved the first mass effect it's not the leap forward that i was expecting so far right but we'll see right mm-hmm. all right so let's uh let's get hugh and matt off the i have one question oh. for, one one oh, okay. question Go just ahead. for sorry. kelsey sorry hugh and matt you can't talk yet not Justin yet another question sorry, yet. i'll go back to sleep <laughs> Okay. Right. <laughs> um, Kelsey, did you listen to us and download Night in the Woods? Okay. No, but it's the next one I will. Okay. All right. All right. Good okay. enough. Yeah. Good enough. I was Good like, enough. let me just put in some hours in Mass Effect and because I know I'm going to like Night, at, Night, in, Night in the Woods. Yes. Night at the Woods. <laughs> Night, Night in the, the Woods. woods. But I know I'll like it. Yeah, like I know. watched yes. some... I watched some gameplay and I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely <laughs> something I'll like. All right, good. Awesome. Cool. All right, now wake up Hugh. All right, so Hugh, Matt, and me, let's 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 have our, our, our Zelda talk for the week. So Justin can go to sleep now. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Matt, you and I finished, right? You and I beat. Yeah. We, we made Hyrule safe again. Yes, for, absolutely. For, for As everyone. it should be. As it should be. Hugh it has really slacked in his duties and has not saved Hyrule yet. Oh, Seriously, Hugh. Hugh. Yeah. He's playing other games. It's I mean, come princess. on. I know. Yeah, these new DLC royalty. for Battlefield and so on. So, I, yeah. Have you beaten Horizon yet, Hugh? I uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, I think he's closer to beating Zelda than he's beating Horizon. Cur- yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Right. Focus, Hugh. <laughs> Focus on something. <laughs> he's everywhere. He's yeah. everywhere right now. I'm like Homer um, Simpson when he sees a squirrel. <laughs> so, Hugh, I want to get your your thoughts so far. Last time, actually, we haven't even talked on the show since Zelda came out. I don't think, right? Um, you- no, I haven't been on since the Switch launched. No, yeah. So, so yeah, so we haven't had a chance to get your even basic thoughts about it. Obviously, yeah. Matt and I talked a lot about it a couple weeks ago, and I talked a lot about it last week. Uh, but I really want to hear, Hugh. Um, are you enjoying it the same as we are? Are you loving it? Are there things you don't like about it? What's up? Eh, it's all right. It's, it'll <laughs> do. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a laugh. Oh, man. Um, no, man. Like, I'll, well, first of all, I'll quickly say about the Switch. Like, I'm very impressed with it as a piece of hardware. Um, I haven't had any of the glitches that have been taught you know spoken about at all um i've used it as both the handheld and as the tv and not just sort of like you know i can't bother playing on my tv anymore i'll go and play in bed i've like actually taking it out places with me and it's it works absolutely perfectly it does what it's supposed to do really really well the screen on it is like markedly better than i was expecting it to be like it is it looks really nice and crisp and it's bright um battery life is a lot better than i was expecting actually um i was playing it on the um i went to london last week and i was playing it on the bus and it lasted me pretty much like the entire four hour journey um so yeah and the um pro controller i'm very very happy i 
decided to take the plunger by that because that is a damn fine bit of kit. That is it's a an nice, awesome controller, yeah. That is it's a, a nice controller. controller, yeah. And yeah. it's um, got a nice heft to it. It's got a great weight, yeah. to it in your hands. And I yeah. like like the. I just like the, the button placement. Just feels really nice as well. Um, although and those face buttons are so big, they're like really big. Yeah, <laughs> bigger they're than huge. any normal controller. It's awesome. <laughs> although I, I keep kind of um, pressing. I think it's. Um, oh yeah, B to A confirm B, things. Yes, I get them mixed up all the time. That that doesn't go well when I'm playing with Zelda. Um, but the thing happened to me, and I'll just say this real quick. I don't want to interrupt you, but I was I went to my Xbox to just like download the free game for the month, and I kept like going. I kept playing. Okay, I'm gonna download it, and it kept like skipping back out to something else. And I was like, I was like, is this fucking broken? Like, what the hell's going on? It's because I was hitting. The, the Nintendo buttons instead of the Xbox buttons. <laughs> so I was hitting the back out button instead of the confirm button because that's the way it is on uh, on the Switch and not the way on, on the Xbox. So I drove myself momentarily insane trying <laughs> yeah. to and navigate I've, the Xbox dashboard. I've also got loads of screenshots that I never meant to take because I kept oh, pressing too. that button yeah. instead of the minus button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I get so many just random like shots of like my my inventory screen mm-hmm. or just like the ground or, or something and, and my wife kept laughing at me over and over again because it was like, capture taken, capture taken. Because yeah. at one point I did it probably five times in 30 seconds trying to hit the <laughs> minus key. Um, but yeah, anyway, more specifically about Zelda, that game is fucking incredible. Um, like, um, just, it's just a triumph, like, just, I love how, like, it just puts you into the game, it gives you a few minutes of sort of like, yeah, we'll, you know, this is how you do stuff, a little bit, and then after about 20, 30 minutes in the game, it's just like, right, off you go, and it Mm -hmm. just starts off, and it's just like, this is what you need to do to finish the game. Um, but right now, you're a million miles away from being able to. So right. um, here's here's some space that you can run around in. Um, go and figure it out. And just... I think one thing I struggle with a lot in open world games is a lot of the time they can... Like, just basically be sort of... Um, like little hubs where there's like a lot of activity with just space in between them. Um, and I think quite often open world games are, are guilty of that. Like I think um, like GTA has that issue with some parts. Um, like it never gets dull to explore, but like sometimes it's just you're in the wilderness and there's nothing going on. Whereas like... In Zelda, I feel like I think I'm probably probably pushing about fifty hours, um, and I like I think pretty much once an hour on average, I've audibly said, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> um, and I just love how like there's just so much life in the world, and you you're just going around, you just you just 
you know, you can just be going around and there'll be like a guy riding around randomly on a horse and you'll just walk up to him and he'll be like, hi. And then he'll just give you some clues about what's in the local area or you'll end up with a little side quest and he'll give you like a special weapon if you complete it and stuff like that. Um, and it's it's just like, it doesn't insult you with sort of spoon feeding you stuff. Um and it it can be quite tough at times like i'm i think i'm up to 12 hearts of health now and even then like you can take like two hits and you're dead if you're not careful like if you don't use your shield properly and you're not paying attention you can get annihilated very very quickly got to upgrade that armor Hugh. Yeah, yeah i know that's the that's what really that changes the game the, those hearts are arbitrary like yeah in like a really serious way once you're upgrading the armor like it becomes a whole other game. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've got some pretty good armor, but yeah, I need to find more of the um, the big giant fairy people so I can upgrade further. Yes. Yes. Um, but as always, oddly sexual fairies in the yeah yeah in the yeah. and, and games. the sort of like I love the sort of like um, the other thing I love about it like um, like the characters that just they don't have any dialogue in terms of like. Um, there's no voice acting for it. So, like, you walk into a shop and you will interact with someone and they just go, ooh. And yeah. then you'll press B and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's, um, uh, which is the village? Is it Coke? Kakariko? And, yeah. Kakariko, I was going to yeah. call it yeah. Kokomo then, but that's a Beach Boys song. Um, <laughs> Bring back yeah. the John Stamos. There's a woman. There's a woman there who sells, like, arrows and some um, armor. And, like, the noises she makes when you're speaking to her. Like, I go and speak to her just, just for, like, shits and giggles because she's hilarious. Um, but That yeah. woman definitely... I, I definitely put that woman out of business because I would buy, like, 80 rupees worth of stuff and then sell her 3,000 rupees worth of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's not she's not a very good economist, that's for sure. No, for, for sure not. Um, but, yeah, I love, like, the cooking mechanic in it, and it's just, like, it's great fun to sort of, like, discovering, like, mixing things together and mm-hmm. making a meal that can just, like, have you, like, double the amount of heart you got and boost up your attack or your defense. And, yeah. Um, just, like, the funny little jingle it plays when you're doing it, and then, um, mm-hmm. like... Then there's the crazy cauliflower guy who upgrades your. Uh... <laughs> oh, the Baraka man! That <laughs> yeah. guy's awesome. Baraka dude, he's so yeah. funny. He's one of my favorites in, in the whole yeah. game. He's genius. I think he's got basically his own like fan club, more or less. Now that guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm just. It's just such a like f- rewarding game. Like it never feels like it's about to get like dull. And I just like I'm. I'm very impressed with how, like, when I when I first found out about the shrines and stuff like that, I was thinking, uh, one one thing if with a game if it's got this volume of like logic puzzles, not that they're all logic puzzles, some of them are just like you know beat this enemy type thing, but most yeah. of them are logic puzzles. Um, that they can get repetitive or like just you walk into one, and it's just like oh, it's just another one of these ones, and it it might have a like slightly different twist on it. But the variation in them is, like, really, really cool. And I I think some of them as well, um, 
I've seen like multiple different ways of doing them. Like there's one I did where there's like um, three shoots with like um, like massive boulders like dropping out of them. Mm-hmm. And I think like one lot are made out of stone, one lot's like metal. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I know um, which one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, I got halfway up it because it's like you get through the, like you've got to run up one shoot and then there's a platform in the middle. And then there's another shoot you've got to get up to, and then you're like where you like at the end of the shrine. Mm-hmm. And I was just, but the second shoot just like spits out like boulders just constantly. And I was like, I how do I do this? Because like the stasis thing, um, like stopping one ball, it's just gonna like get end up with a backlog of balls behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically picked up this the metal ball with the magnetic ability and just like used it as a shield and just walked up the um up the ramp but mm-hmm. i have i saw a video where um some guy actually did it with the stasis thing um like i attempted mm-hmm. it that way originally and it just did not work um and i just love that there's that sort of like um there's so much going on in it where people can just be like, have you seen this? Like, and there's just like, like just tons of little things. Like when I text um, you the other day, Bobby, about um, like if you're in a cold area and you switch, you equip like a sword that's got like a flaming sword, it like bumps your, um, your body temperature back up. So you're not taking damage any yeah. other way with um, like cold swords and stuff like that. And there's just so, yeah. like so many like funny little like quirks and mechanics about it and it's just it's like it's just i guess the best way to describe it it's just a like a voyage of discovery in this like huge world um yeah so yeah i mean i've done two dungeons and next time i play i'm going to attempt a third um but yeah i'm i'm loving it like 50 hours in and i'm still just absolutely i i it's gonna take a, a hell of a game to beat that for game of the year i think it's one of those things where by removing the checklist aspect of an open world game, but you know, removing that thing like there's this many of this thing and this many of that thing and here's where they are and go to them and do it, it makes, even though you're doing a lot of those things you would do in those other games, it makes them feel less perfunctory because you are, like you said, you're discovering those things rather than just being pushed towards them by a waypoint marker. Um, and, and I think that's one of the brilliant things about the game. You know, I, I played about 65 hours, I think, to, to finish the, the, the castle. And I did about 90 shrines. And on my, wow. like, on my like 58th or 59th hour, it was the first time I saw a bear. Like, it, I was landed, <laughs> I found a shrine, and then I was, in the, I was walking in the woods, and I just heard this roar. And I was like, holy shit, is that a bear? Because I'd heard about <laughs> bears being in the game, but I hadn't seen any of them. And yep, it was like on its hind legs roaring at me. And then it was like running around trees, trying to run at me. Can you ride it? Oh yeah, you can ride. You can it. ride it. You can ride it. Yeah, you jump up on it, and long you have enough stamina to sort of like yeah. calm it down, you can, you can ride it. No, that's exciting. And it is exciting, yeah. and it will ride. It, it's it's a little bit more ornery than than your every everyday horse. Yeah, he's not a fan. He's not a fan of you riding him, but it's so he's still not a good gentle time. Ben then. No, he's not no, gentle Ben. No, no. Um, yeah, and I was talking talking to you like I found. A whole new merchant with a whole new currency system at some, at some point, which was nutso. Um, I did this one, just you know, talking about the little little stories. I was doing this shrine challenge, and I was on this island. And one of the things I had to do was 
beat this. They're called Hinoxes, and they're these big, like Cyclops-looking <laughs> guys. And I and I was under like power to do it, and I was sitting on top of a hill, and there was a boulder. So I was like, oh, let me, maybe I can roll the boulder down, like knock it out in one shot. I rolled the boulder down and just hit the thing in the head, and it woke up and started walking towards me. And so I started chucking bombs down at it, and that was like taking up a little bit of health. And it was walking up this path towards me where I was on this cliff. And on this cliff where I was was I had just taken out a bunch of um, enemies around a, around a fire. And I'm sitting there, I'm on, like, on the cliff, I'm like, oh shit, what am I going to do? This thing is going to wipe me out in one shot. And it's walking up, and because of where I was standing, it just comes walking right at me, like, you know, mindlessly, and it steps in the campfire that <laughs> the people had around, and it automatically starts freaking out because it catches on fire, and it's like patting itself down. I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm like shooting arrows at it, it's barely taking any, any health down, and I realize there's a, a, a metal box in the camp, so I pick it up my magnet powers, and I just start swinging this metal box at it, at its face. And, it's, and it starts doing ridiculous amounts of damage to this thing. And that's how I beat it. I just swung this metal box at its face. Um, and it collapsed in the fire. So it was on fire, getting hit in the face with a metal box. And it never even got to the point where it wanted to attack me again because it was too busy trying to put itself out when it was on fire. <laughs> I came across one of them, um, I think it was last week when I was playing. And, um, you know, like you get the, um, like the stealth set of armor. Yeah, um, which basically just makes you like really, really quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one of them just like lying asleep, and they've got they've always got like the stuff um, you get from them when you kill them. Um, it's there around their neck, like on a necklace. Yeah, like a necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can actually, if you're quiet enough and slow enough, you can climb up onto them. Mm-hmm. Steal the stuff from around its neck and run away without even waking it up. Yeah, and I, I, I did. It took me like I was there for like three minutes, just like slowly creeping <laughs> up its belly, and it just like took the sword <laughs> off it and just like ran like crazy and I like, just like started running and all I could hear in the back of it was and just like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I saw some video of a guardian, which are like the spider things that are running around, that ends up fighting the stone talus which is like these stone giants that you run into sometimes oh wow it's not supposed to happen but the guy was being chased the player was being chased by the stone talus and ran into a guardian and the guardian and the stone talus started fighting like, that's it, awesome he, yeah it was uh, it's so crazy that, that that they built it in there so that would happen um have you thrown a chicken thought, at anybody yet no i haven't thrown a chicken at anybody but i know if you hit the chickens enough a million chickens attack you they are yeah. brutal <laughs> yeah yeah if you, like, th- if you throw the chicken at somebody, though, all the chickens attack that target. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. Say, well, the, the best weapon in the game is the chickens. Um, <laughs> I, I, Matt, I don't know about you. I just want to talk when we'll get off of Zelda, but the uh, the ending, how you felt about it. Were you satisfied with the ending? What did you think? Oh, absolutely. I, I was very happy with the ending. Uh, I, I liked the last I liked the last fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that it had that epic scale uh, to it. I, I was happy with it because you don't really go... For a game that you don't want to go to for the story, mm-hmm. it had a pretty good story. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, this this was not just the same old, same old. Um, I think that a lot of my complaints about Zelda are kind of redeemed mm-hmm. uh, at the end. Um, which, you know, part of that you kind of see coming a mile away. But at the, uh, there, there are subtle touches that are very, very good, especially when you like gather all your memories and all that. Yeah, um, I, I was I was very very happy with the story. Uh, to 
so I'm at the 95 hour mark. I'm about oh, to wow. hit 100. Um, and I have no desire to stop anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, so today I discovered, like you, you would think at this point, like I know my way around this map. I've unlocked everything as far as like the map is concerned. I discovered another ferry. Like another oh, okay. great ferry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 95 hours into this game and there's still like I discovered a stable that I've never been to. And it, it, that stuff is just it keeps cropping up. Mm-hmm. Uh one thing that I so everyone has like their story of like, oh I tried this, I tried this, and this happened. Um one of my favorite things is discovering is just like the conversations you have with these people. Right. Um which some of the writing and some of the options they give Link are hilarious. Yes, he um, is so snarky. Uh, he, he, he's kind he of a dick really sometimes, is. which I love. So my favorite, uh, I don't know what to call him, asshole Link uh, moment is when you go see Impa. Uh, Impa's assistant is named like Paya. Have y'all, have y'all had this conversation with her? Yes. Okay. Well, when you, when you talk to her, uh, he like, one of the options is, well, what's your story? I'm like, okay, is that how Link like hits on people? Um, so of course I select it, you know. And she's like, oh, my story. She's like freaking out because she's like obsessed or she's in love with Link. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts talking about her name and she says, I'm named Paya because I have a birthmark that looks like a papaya seed. Uh, and one of the options that comes up for Link is, where is it? <laughs> and. And I'm like sitting there, it's like 11 o'clock at night, you know, Mara's already gone to bed. So I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Um, where is it? And Impa's like, hey, uh, Link, change the subject. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a Nintendo game. And there's like dirty birthmark jokes and stuff in it. Yeah. Also, a papaya yeah. seed is a very arbitrary uh, <laughs> right? thing. Yes. To, it's just a round object. the shape of a papaya seed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then like, yeah, she like whispers, she's like, uh, we can't talk about this now, but I'll tell you later. And I'm like, what is going on with this game? <laughs> Some yeah. s- serious subject matter. In this and you game, thought in Mass Effect game. was sexy. You're right. <laughs> but there, there's still like crazy, like things to discover. Like I, uh, got to a temple where, uh, basically it's, it's electric themed where I have to hook up a charge from one end to the other. Yeah, and yes. um, I couldn't quite make the connection, and I was you know scratching my head. I was moving around these big metal blocks and everything, but I couldn't quite make two of them connect to get from one end to the other. And then I realized, oh yeah, I have like a ton of metal weapons on me, and I just like throw my sword down, uh, and basically daisy chain swords and arrows uh, to connect <laughs> these two electric blocks, and it totally worked. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's. I love the fact that there is a thousand ways to do a thousand things in that yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And most of them work. Yeah, most of them do work. Or yeah. if they don't work, you get a very entertaining result of them not working. Yeah, it's, so, such, it's such a cool sandbox feeling to it. It's, it's yeah. great. I mean, the music the, in the final castle plus like yeah. the final encounter is fucking great. And man, do they make you wait for that, like, that, that classic like zelda theme like the big theme they make you mm-hmm. wait for it but when it happens it's fucking awesome so well d- did you take my advice and ride a horse at night i did not no you you get it uh you get this very nice like uh 
you know, uh, tinkering on the piano rendition mm. of the Zelda theme. That's very cool. And it's it's very very nice. Uh, no, that game is that game is terrific. Um, Though I will say, fuck yeah. the motion control shrine puzzles. Yeah, I I, I wish they. I, I don't. So a, a friend of mine is playing this on Wii U, and he says exact same thing. It's mm-hmm. it, they're there, they're there, no matter how you play it. Yes. Yeah, it's like uh, Super Monkey Ball, but in Zelda. Yeah. yeah. I, it's yeah, just it's, there's not very many not of them, Super but Monkey Ball, that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not. It's very very hard to control those things. Yeah, whenever they show up, I'm like, oh fuck! Whenever I see those those yeah. pillars with like the rotating circle on top of them, I'm like, oh come on. Yep. But there, there's only I've only encountered like four of them or something or five of which, them. Or, which is then, a good thing. Yeah. Luckily, there's only like four or five. But and then but, none of them uh, are yeah. in any major like like story yeah. section. So thank God for that. Yeah. But other than that, that game is, is amazing. So yeah, uh, but, I, I like the characters a whole lot. I, I, you know what? This might be right behind, uh, links, links awakening. awakening. <laughs> whoa. Now. Whoa, I know. I whoa, know. whoa. Um, so, uh, okay, let's move off Zelda. Um, so Justin, so last week you didn't really get to talk about it, but near automata, I say automata, but that's apparently wrong. <laughs> Who cares? That's the way I want to say it. Near Automata. Uh, what do you think of it? Um, I like it a good deal. Uh, I started last week, and we I mean, we got into it a little bit last week. It was uh, the beginning of that game made me more angry than <laughs> any game I've played since Bloodborne. Um, it's like the the demo sequence that you could download on PSN is the entire opening of the game minus um, a little bit of. Uh, like two or three minutes in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, though, when you're playing it, if you die at any point, they make you restart the whole game. It's just a very strange thing. Uh, and I, I had known that going in, and I was like, well, I'm just going to take it nice and easy, and I was breezing through most of it until I got to like a part where there are these two giant metal claws coming down, and they spin circular, and I had an ability on where... If you take less than 30%, if you go less than 30% damage, you auto heal plus 10%. It's a great ability. Uh, but two times in a row, it the claw thing like pushed me into a corner. And before I could even, the auto heal kicked in or I could get to the button to heal myself, I died. Mm-hmm. And I was furious. <laughs> Just like unbelievably furious because it takes, there's like cutscenes that you can't skip past. And like it, it would literally take like, 20 to 25 minutes to get back over there and i was just like i was ready to like just break if i wasn't going to give the game to you i was like i'm going to turn this thing in tomorrow like i just like i I don't have time for this there's way too many other good games out right now for me to be dealing with absolute nonsense like this and i still i still feel completely that way Mm -hmm. about that opening section because right past there there's a spot where you could save and from there like the game lets you save all over the place Mm -hmm. So just like this opening section where you're not super familiar with the controls, you could die and have to start the thing all over. It's just a very weird thing. They don't do it anywhere else in the game that I've come across. I'm about 10 hours in. Let's forget that. Moving forward, the game is unbelievably cool. Um, so uh, quick story beat for Nier. Um, I never played the first one. Uh, this takes place thousands of years later, so it's not like you have to. Eventually, aliens came to Earth... They made machines, and those machines helped them take over the Earth and like start wiping out humanity. Humanity flees to the moon and is using androids that they built to come back and fight on the planet for them in the hopes that they could one day come home. Mm-hmm. You play as one of those androids. 2B. 2B. 
and you also fight alongside 9S. So he's always with you as a companion. And the game has like a very interesting story so far. I'm about 10 hours in. And a lot of it is it's going in the direction of what is it to be human? Like what is it to be alive? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm an android. I have thoughts for myself. If I die, I can, you know, upload my consciousness into the where they call the bunker up in space and then come back down to the planet. Um, there are also, like, like I said, on, once you get out into like the open world part of the game, there are save points everywhere um, where you walk up to and you could just literally quick save. Um, so the game like is, it's, it's, it's story beats are super interesting, but it's also such a weird game, <laughs> just a weird game. The machines that you run into, there's machines on the planet that are trying to kill you all over the place, but then suddenly there are some machines that aren't. And I like, I don't want to get like too heavy into spoiler stuff because like you have to see it to kind of believe it. Um, machines start doing very weird things. Like it's it's uh, some of them decide like I don't want to fight, and the reasons for it I, I I won't spoil. But again, with uh, wondering what it's like to be human, like you, all the machines are connected to like a neural network, um, or like you know like they're like not a hive mind, but like if they die, they could also be you know uploaded and brought back. But some of them are like, well, I want to disconnect from that. I want to be my own person. So if you live and die and you can't be rebuilt, like does that make your life worth more than the humans that are living on the moon? Like it, it gets philosophical. Mm-hmm. The combat is top notch. Mm-hmm. Like it's platinum. Platinum's co-developing this. It's it's good platinum. Yeah, like very good. Like platinum. Bayonetta platinum. Yes, yeah. like Bayonetta platinum. Its upgrade systems are wild. So you're a machine. You could remove your OS chip from your inventory and the game just dies, credits roll, and you start all over. Like You don't start all over, you'll start from wherever you saved. Yeah. But if you did that in the beginning, you could do that right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just, like, two minutes in, I was like, let me at least take out the chip and see what it does. And I was like, oh, cool, game over. Yeah. Let's start again. Um, but, like, you can increase your inventory of your Android, right? So let's say you have a maximum of, after you buy everything, like say you buy all the upgrade paths from vendors or whatever, you have like 128 slots that you can use. Well, you could buy things that are like um, attack up or you know defense, projectile attack up, projectile mm-hmm. defense, increase max health, max stats, whatever. But those all eventually take up space. So it's up to you to manage it. However, you can be like, well, I don't really need to see the HUD anymore. And you could just remove the mini-map or your health bar or your XP bar or the enemies, the numbers that tick off enemies when you're fighting them. You could, like, take all that stuff out until you just have a blank, like, your screen is just the game. Mm-hmm. And that frees up more space for you to do things. Um, you could get chips and, like, fuse them together to make a stronger thing. So if you had, like, plus one critical and another plus one critical, you put them together and now you have two critical. And you could do that over and over again. But eventually, the more you do that, the bigger the chip becomes. And so it's like, well, now it doesn't take up six slots. It takes up nine, 12, 15. So it's like you're flipping around your inventory management a lot. So like I've started removing like things I never thought I would remove. Like I'm at the point where I'm taking out like enemies' health bars because like I need more room for this cool stuff for me to put in. All that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story... There's like 26 different endings to the game and a lot of them are like they're completely hidden and you'll just come across it like, well, I accidentally pressed these two buttons in a spot that I shouldn't have and now the game's over. Right. And now it re- <laughs> like you've discovered ending A, B, C, D mm-hmm. and now you just reload at your last um, save point. Mm-hmm. 
What I do know is that the game has side quests. Um, you can do those, level up, and the main quest isn't super long. Um, like average time to beat it is like 18 hours. So I'm a 10. I'm more, and I've barely done any story stuff. I spent way too much time in the open world. <laughs> Let's talk about the open world for a little bit. <clears throat> Uh, the game doesn't let you save. Uh, like once you hit the open world, you can save, but you can't fast travel until you do like a bunch of story stuff, which I didn't know because I was trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid as much spoilers as I can because I'm finding the game to be so interesting. So there are quests where it's like you have to go like run for ten minutes to get to a person, talk to the person, come back to the quest giver, talk to them, and they're like, "Well, go back and tell them something else." I'm running now 10 minutes to go back that way only to have to go back to the quest giver. And a lot of it is like, um, here's where it gets frustrating, especially playing so many open world Mm -hmm. games lately. You're in like the ruins of Japan or Mm -hmm. or a city like that. I think it's Japan. Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll see like a destroyed... city of Japan? Yeah, whatever. Tokyo? Tokyo, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, So we're in Tokyo and you see like a building that like there is a... There is a human-sized opening in this building, mm-hmm. but there's an invisible wall blocking it. There are invisible walls everywhere. So it's a very big open world, but the parts of it I've seen so far are very empty. Mm-hmm. Like, there'll be random NPC here or there, but, like, I'm finding, like, the open world part of it to be extremely tedious. Yeah. And I just unlocked fast travel now, 10 hours into the game. Uh, if you had done story stuff first, though, you would have unlocked it a lot earlier. I would have right? unlocked it earlier. So but like we like, talked about last week. With, yeah, yeah, so it's like... if. If I had known, like, just go do the story stuff first, it'll make your life much easier. Obviously, I would have done that, but, like... It's like a general rule with all open world games, Yeah, I guess, but, like, I was, like, (laughs) these things were here, and I was, like, you know, the combat's fun, but the game's also not, like, a piece of cake. Right, So, I was, like, I want to be at level or a a little over level, because I'm not super great at the combat. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, like, I'm never going to be the combat master. Yeah. So, I wanted to make sure I was a little bit better, and I wanted to, like, open up more space for stuff. So, I was, like, let me just keep doing these. So now that I've unlocked fast travel, the quest is the quest uh, side quests are moving a little bit quicker. But like again, like it's a neat game, and once you beat it, the game like automatically throws you back in to like replay it again. And from what I understand, it wants you to keep doing that over and over. But every time you beat the game, things change in your next playthrough. Um, to where I, from what I understand, you you start playing the game totally differently. Yeah. And certain area from from what I've heard. Certain areas of the game aren't accessible anymore, and it's not like you're playing the same side quest. Like it keeps track of your side quest that you've done. New ones will open, or you'll be able to go back and tackle other ones. You may switch perspectives at mm-hmm. some point. People are raving about it, and I can totally, I, I can totally get behind that. So I'm at this point where it's like I'm playing Mass Effect, but also playing Near, and they're different enough that I could bounce back and forth but like there's this thing in the back of my mind being like go back and keep playing near don't play mass effect wait for a patch <laughs> keep playing near and beat it like a few times because I, and i told you it reminds me of transistor when i played transistor i was like this is fine like i like this it's interesting i beat the game and then i was like well let me just clean up a couple of easy trophies in the next playthrough and like that's when i got hooked and i could totally see myself beating the game starting over and being like wow I, I totally see what's going on here and beating it multiple times like I it, I can just see that happening um so but yeah I mean if you like like action RPGs with a super big emphasis on action like near automata is definitely one of those and like should be checked out as soon as possible cool I really I'm excited to play that game for yeah. sure um 
you and Hugh both have Disc Jam and Paladins on on your list, which are the multiplayer games I alluded to before. I haven't got a chance to play either of them yet because no games exist except for Zelda. So <laughs> um, I will be getting into them, I think, um, in the coming weeks. But let's let Hugh start out. Hugh, uh, first of all, Paladins. Um, it's a game on PC for a while. It's from High Res Studios who made Smite. Smite. Um, it was talked about majorly as a Overwatch clone back when it got released, uh, but it's here on console now. I think it's if you're PS Plus, you twelve bucks to buy in for at the um, moment till the twenty eighth. Um, but it will be free to play. Yeah, it's a free to play game. But right now they're doing kind of like the pay to get into the beta founders pack thing, like they did with um, Smite, Paragon, uh, Paragon, um, yeah, PS4 a lot as of them well. do that. Yeah, yeah. So Hugh, I know you were initially sort of negative on the game. Um, what made you decide to jump in? Um, I wouldn't say I was so much negative person. Justin, Justin's I mean, getting out like written proof that you are negative about. Oh, it. He wasn't, I, I, I mean, he, he he wasn't negative. Dismissive. I'll say, let's say dismissive. I'll say dismissive. Yeah, <laughs> purely based around <laughs> the fact that I only heard about the game when I spotted that there was a giveaway for um, codes for the closed beta. So I was like, I'll, I'll enter this and hopefully I'll get one and I'll download it and give it a go. Um, so I downloaded it and played with a few um, different characters. Um, and I think the first one I played with, who is like now my main, is a guy called Victor. And I was just like, this guy is quite similar to Soldier 76. Um, and... There's, you know, another guy in it who, um, I think his name is, like, uh, Barrack, I think, who is, like, incredibly similar to Torbjorn. And I was like, hmm, this game seems like a bit of a rip-off of Overwatch. And then everybody was like, well, this game's been in development for 10 years, so on and so forth. And I was like, oh, okay. I've, like, up until then, I've never heard of this. So, you know, I'll, um, you know... I, I was just saying what I was seeing. I wasn't negative on it. Like, I I played a few rounds and I enjoyed it. Um, and then I jumped into it on the weekend with um, Cody and Sam. Um, and we played for that's probably about two hours. Um, and I got a bit more in, in depth with the game as opposed to just sort of like having a fleeting go with it. Um, and I got to say, it's really, really good fun. And there's a couple of like... Um, cool mechanics that um, do differentiate it from Overwatch and I think make it a bit more um, like cool in the way of like if you find a character that suits your playstyle um, and there undoubtedly is a character in this that will suit like everybody's different playstyle um you can then have like a hand of cards so you can basically like as you're playing games you're and you know you're earning currency and with that currency you can buy cards which um each character can have a hand of five cards that gives them certain perks um so i think um with the beta at the moment i think like everybody who's sort of jumping into the game has a quite a lot of this currency so you can buy quite a lot of the cards um and they do they do some really cool things like with um they'll be like um with the victor character you'll have like um one perk where i think it is like um 
he has like um an ability called hustle so he can sp- he can sprint um and there's a card you can have um that if he needs to heal for every second you run he'll heal a certain amount um but what you can do with the cards is you, if you if you hold him five of them you can stack them up so it if it's a bit hard to explain but you can stack a certain card a certain amount of time so event you could, essentially you're holding 12 cards but you can only hold five of five different cards if that makes any sense whatsoever yeah, so like yeah i get th- what you're saying so there's five there's five cards that you can unlock yes and each card uh starts at a one point system and you can raise it up to a maximum of i think it's four yeah and so uh you can level up the cards. you can level up the card okay. to like level four but now you only have eight other points for your four car uh, other four cards um so it really lets you like mix and match or like make the build that you want right okay so it's like when you're playing a round of hearthstone or something and you have a certain amount of you have a certain amount of power you can use on each hand yeah yeah it's like that yeah so each card has like a power designation to it um mm. okay so yeah then it has like that um, when you're in the game, it has that MOBA mechanic as as you're playing it, um, you're earning coins, and um, there's like during the matches, there's a store, and then there's four different levels of abilities, and you can unlock one ability. There's like um, I think there's four abilities per bracket, and you can unlock one ability in that bracket, and then you can also level those up i think is it three or four times justin three times um so yeah so throughout the game then you can then sort of like make yourself more powerful so there's a really cool sort of like bit of depth to sort of like personalizing your character so you can you can make them so say like with victor you can turn him into every every time like one of your bullet hits you'll recover maybe like 10 health or something like that um and yeah it's really like really good fun game and it 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 helps the um i seem to be fairly good at it which is unusual for a game of this type for me so i like it even more on the basis of that that's always that's always the best quality in any game they've got a yeah there's like a play of the game um type thing at the end at the end of every round and i think i I think I got it about four or five times when I was playing with um, Cody and Sam, so I was quite pleased with that. But yeah, nice. I mean, for I've I've already um, like I said. I, when are you going pro, Hugh? When are you going pro? When are you going to be esporting Paladins? <laughs> yeah, I'll get like one of those shirts with like sponsors over every inch of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, after playing it over the weekend um, as the closed beta, because this weekend they had. Um, I was. I think it was just for this weekend, wasn't it, Justin? They had all the characters open to everybody. Yeah, they do that unless I, you bought it. I'll, I'll never understand why on like closed betas they do that, where you're in a beta, mm-hmm. make the characters available to yeah. everybody in the beta yeah. always. Uh, but yeah, it was just the weekend that all the characters were available, and yeah. I mean, it was really great that I jumped in and, and played it this weekend because otherwise I might not have. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up buying it. Uh, I just want to read very quickly from our Discord, <laughs> our Discord conversation, which you can join in on if you uh, if you get on the Patreon. Uh, Saturday at where is this? He's blowing up your spot here. Oh, I am. 
Hugh says on Saturday at 621, I had a quick go earlier. It's not bad. Not sure I'd pay for it. We go back and forth a little bit, and then Hugh gets definitive. From what I've seen, it's a straight-up rip-off of Overwatch. A lot of the characters are near copies of Overwatch characters. Just pointing it out to what I've noticed. Hugh, did you buy the game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got to play with Hugh yet. Um, it, take, it takes a, a, a real person to admit when they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, was wrong. Like, I... I mm-hmm. At that point, like that was me just giving so like, yeah, I've played it for twenty minutes. I'm unsure about it, um, but yeah. And there's at, also a at, thing where it's like I'm already playing so many games. I don't need another game. So yeah. you, I need to make you need to find reasons why you don't need another game to your at, at your face, lineup. And at face value, like like I said, I knew nothing about the game, so I was just like, yeah, this does seem like Overwatch. But then, like oh, I let's said, be there's clear. a lot more depth. So yeah, it's like Overwatch. Let's be clear. Whether or not there was... Obviously, they were developing it before Overwatch came out, but they definitely looked at Overwatch and went, okay, like let's grab some of these designs and some of these basic functionalities and put them right in this little game because I think people will respond to it. Yeah, I mean, they're very touchy about that. They Like, usually game devs don't really, like, get into... Uh, the debate when it's like, mm. you ripped this off from somebody else. They, like, came right out and they were like, actually, like, there's, like... Overwatch has 100 abilities. We have 86. Mm. 70 of the 86 were in a previous game of ours. Right. Or they're like, you know, they were like, if over if we ripped off Overwatch, Overwatch ripped off Team Fortress 2, and that's the, yeah. that's the game we're all bowing down to. Yeah, but except there's like a character that looks and behaves exactly like Reinhardt yeah, in but, the game. Yeah. It's not like they were like, oh, we have a type of character yeah. that is like they this. Have, they have very similar characters, Reinhardt, there's a diva zarya mix um soldier sombra although there's, their sombra came out first um i mean right down the line there's yeah, there's yeah, a may character yeah there's so many of them and originally cody asked me to play and i said like look i i know it's like overwatch i'd rather just play overwatch because right. i'm not playing overwatch yeah. right now and then i saw the free beta thing and i was like all right i'll just i'll see if i can get a code i got a code right mm-hmm. away and i jumped in and you know, I, I like Smite a lot, and so I've missed the idea of an in-game store. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, for people who are like, in-game stores freak me out. Mm-hmm. It's very streamlined. Mm-hmm. You um, There's, like, an offensive category, a defensive category, and, like, um, a life, like, um, like almost like a, hey, get your health back category, and, like, utility category. Mm-hmm. And there's four things to pick from in there. It's very simple. And in the card packs, like... That's what turned me off Paragon is like I could never really get my mind around the card packs. They're super easy and like like the way we described it, like I built um, a card pack thing where it's like I want I, – I found a character I fell in love with that is not like any character in Overwatch and I wish Overwatch would steal it from them, Bomb <laughs> King. He's awesome. He throws bombs. Um I, I built like a, uh, like a sustain one. So it's like every time I throw a bomb, I get back health. And, like, my main fire is throw a bomb. Like, you just keep throwing bombs, and then you detonate them. So every time I detonate a bomb, it gives me back health. And then my other two abilities are two different types of, like, one's, like, a big bomb, and then one is, like, a smaller one. Every time I throw one of those things out, I'm getting health back, and I can't be slowed. So I, I, I can't get, like, CC'd. So, like, I'm running around just tossing bombs at people. Like, nobody's business. Sounds a little uh, Junkrat-ish. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. It's Junkrat just like really shoots them out. He doesn't like um like but you can really throws place the one. Mines, the mines. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess yeah. you can make a comparison to yeah, Junkrat yeah. a little bit. I'm not saying that's a ripoff or anything. I'm just yeah. saying like it seems like a similar similar. I guess. Yeah. Um, but man, like he is a lot of fun to play. It doesn't look as good as like I, we're doing the Overwatch thing, so yeah. it, it doesn't look as good as Overwatch. Overwatch is more polished. Mm. Um, the I think the stages are are much better in mm. Overwatch. 
they're longer. Mm-hmm. Like these matches can go real quick. Mm-hmm. Like you fight over the payload. Like yeah, you, there's ones where offense, defense, you're starting with mm-hmm. the payload, you're not. But the one mode I, that they have that I really like is in the middle of the map is a control point, and whoever takes the control point and holds it gets the payload, mm-hmm. and then the payload has to go like a very short distance right. to the base. Yeah, I played when I, I played it back a couple months ago on PC, and I think that was the mode I mostly played. Um, we talked about it earlier today. You're yeah. like, should I get in on this? Should yeah. I not get in on this? If it was thirty bucks. I would say no. Mm-hmm. Like you're probably better off sticking with Overwatch mm-hmm. or like waiting for like a, pr- a price drop mm-hmm. or one of the free weekends to see if you like the yeah. characters. But at like, I think it's like twelve ninety nine. It's twelve bucks right now. If you're so PS yeah, Plus. yeah, like for me, it's not it's not a game I think I'll stick with for like a super long amount of time. I'll eventually like I'll come back to it here or there. Um, but for twelve bucks, like yeah, it's fun. If I if I dump in like 15, 20 hours into it, I got my I got my twelve bucks worth. Mm-hmm. And like so far, that's where I'm at. Um. Cool. Cool. Uh. Disc Jam. Disc Jam is a PS Plus game. Yeah. I, it seems really cool. Do we have a lot to say about it? Because we're going a little long right now. <laughs> no. Not like a ton. Not like a ton to say. Like if you ever seen Windjammers. Yeah. It's 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 gotten a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um. The neck. They're they're fixing the net code. If you seen Windjammers, it's like frisbee soccer. Mm-hmm. It's like Rocket League, but soccer, yeah. but with frisbees. Yeah, it seems cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun game to play. Yeah, cool. and it's free on Plus nice. for this month, so give it a shot. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm Kelsey. If you have to go, you you can go. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. It's all right. It's all right. It's totally all right. You 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 got your Mass Effect in, so that that's what's important. Kelsey and I are having like secret conversations about games I'm looking at on the Switch, and I'm like, "Hey, you should download this, or yeah. you should look at this." Snake oh, did, Pass. Did you see the release in a um, Secret of Mana collection in Japan? I was like, "I yeah, I saw screenshots." Ooh, yeah, I, I want me that. I think it's like three games. Yeah, Ooh. I want. Yeah. They they announced, and this is obviously this is here, but on, they on the Switch. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. But there's <laughs> no mention of a Western release yet. So. So if, just make a Japanese account and buy it in, on the, in a Japanese account. Yeah, Super but if that text RPGs. In oh Japanese, yeah, true. Yeah. If that's not English. Yeah. That'd be trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be like, big trouble. Well, you can buy you can buy like uh, Final Fantasy three uh, and uh, well, I'm sorry, Final Fantasy six and five um, on like eBay, uh, like a Super Famicom cart right now mm-hmm. for like five six bucks. Um, but that's the reason why it's so cheap is because, well, you get it here and you cannot read it. <laughs> uh, so, Kelsey, why don't you give your Twitter handle and then uh, peace out. Okay. It's Kelsamus, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. All right. Thank you so much, Kelsey. And we'll talk to you next week. See you, Kelsey. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, Kelsey. Bye. 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 Um, so, uh, did you hear, Matt, this is very interesting, did you hear about the Disney Afternoon collection that's coming I out? I did. I did. That is a great, that is a great, uh, what, how much is it? It's 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Okay. Excellent deal. Yeah. DuckTales, DuckTales 2, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, and the two Chippendale games. Chippendale's yeah. Rescue Rangers yeah. is where it's at. Um, and that's the same people who did the Mega Man Legacy collection, which is an it's awesome it. collection on PS4 as well. And so. seeing as, like, Chippendale 2 and DuckTales 2 are, like, just unreal expensive like they are they're like some of the rare games on the oh, NES. Wow. uh that's that's an excellent deal my uh, buddy has own it legally and uh i'm sure there'll be like trophies and things like that yeah uh, for sure yeah i nice... mean did you get did you get the Mega Man one matt i i uh i did 
Yeah, um, that's got I, a, that museum stuff is awesome that they have in there. Absolutely, it is yeah. a it is a wonderful, nice little package. Especially, uh, I picked it up uh, around November on like the Black Friday that time of year. Yeah, uh, I got it for like fifteen bucks, you know, and uh, it was it was one of those no brainer. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, this will be awesome, and it was this, this past winter. Um, I think this past, I'm sorry, this past fall, one of the PSN sales, I got it for like two fifty. <laughs> oh wow that's yeah. crazy yeah so that was a i was like okay it's I a guess very good deal i'll just get this like i don't know if i'll ever play these games but i'll get this right now um did it did it come with a gold amiibo no it didn't come with a gold amiibo it was just no. i got it digitally <laughs> Matt, so it was just a download it's probably fine yeah it's probably okay i do have the mega man amiibo but i don't have yeah um i don't have, i don't have the gold mega man side amiibo. note I'm, yes quick side note yes has anybody seen the trailer for the new ducktales tv show Yes. Yeah. I like it. A whole it looks bunch. real good. It does. David, David Tennant's Tennant uh, yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. The, yeah, the launch pad part at the really end good. was with like obviously I'm gonna watch it with Jor and stuff. Mm-hmm. But launch pad's looking back and he's like, Oh, family's the most important. He's like, Oh no, the ground. <laughs> I was like, Okay, sold. <laughs> launch pads are the best. Yeah, it's got a great um a great cast. They better have some gizmo mm-hmm. duck in there. I'm sure they will. They better. Right. Season yeah. two. Mm-hmm. He was always one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll never forget I went to PAX East once uh, with Eric years ago like right after they announced the PS4 wasn't even out yet and we were like we didn't do panels at PAX but there was a Capcom panel and we were like well maybe they'll talk about Deep Down because Eric really wanted to know about Deep Down we still don't know anything about Deep Down yeah Uh, (laughs) or went. uh, but we went there and uh, they were just re they announced the DuckTales oh the remaster um, thing the remaster and they made us sing the song oh really twice (laughs) (laughs) And since then, I've hated that song because <laughs> we were like, oh, cool. We just like wasted an hour sitting here for nothing. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about the Mega Man game that ended up being canned and never coming oh, out. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like if I really want to annoy Eric, mm. I just walk up and I just like hum a few <laughs> bars of it because then it's just stuck in your head all day. Oh, yeah. It's going to be stuck in my head all the rest of the night tonight when I, we just talked about it. That remaster was okay. It's like I never ended up playing it. Gameplay wise, it's I, fine. It's just they should have done Chippendale instead. <laughs> I I liked I liked that they got uh, the original cast uh, back they together did. to do a lot of the. I thought but that was the, pretty cool. But the guy who voiced Scrooge sounded like he was like nine hundred years old. Which, I mean, he, I'm sure he, <laughs> he is. Probably was. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I just it, it just you know yeah. it doesn't like I James Earl Jones in yeah in Rogue, Rogue One. One yeah 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 we we, we saw that in the drive-in uh, this weekend. Uh, we have we have a drive-in pretty close to our cool. uh, our house. We saw Rogue One, and yeah, that Darth Vader scene. I, I like it a lot, but man, they James Earl Jones. He's he's an older guy now. Yeah, yeah. And the voice you can tell. So um, Matt, how much do you want to quickly talk about Chrono Trigger or Konami's '90s arcade beat 'em ups? <laughs> so okay, it's spring break. Um, which which for a teacher, spring break was made for us. Um, <laughs> It's not for the kids at all. They don't deserve it. Um, <laughs> they don't but, deserve it. But so, like, I, I, I want to kind of venture off from Zelda because I've been, you know, 95 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got this itch. You ever get one of those, like, wild hair itch? Like, like I got to play. I want to play this game so bad. Yes. Uh, and, and Chrono Trigger was that game. And I... I have the retro pie. I have the raspberry pie. Uh, and, you know, it could be one of those, well, just play it there. I have been for four days. <laughs> uh, but I want, like, it's one of those cases of I really want to own Chrono Trigger. 
Um, and of course, you know, I, I've called up the shops around here. They don't have a copy. And uh, the one that does is just like way, way, way too much. And I know it's kind of a harder to find game. Uh, and I know there's a DS one, um, but I'm having no trouble. I'm having trouble finding that one too. So it looks like uh, physical Chrono Trigger owning is not going to happen. But uh, but yeah, I've been playing that for quite a bit. And, you know, there's a game where you can really get invested in characters. And it has 13 uh, different endings. And uh, uh, as far as an RPG is concerned, um, it's a relatively short one too. Um, it's not it's that just sh- a good what are you game. talking you about? Played it? It's not that short. What are you talking about? Chrono Trigger is not a long game. What do you define as not long, Matt? Well, for an RPG, uh, anywhere under like 30 hours for an RPG, especially it, a JRPG, is short. It takes you less than 30 hours to be Chrono Trigger? Oh, yeah. Really? Chrono, I, mean, I haven't played it in quite a few years, but I, I remember it not being very long, a very long game. Mm. It's not like Final Fantasy uh, 3 or 6 or whatever you want to mm. call it. Uh, that, one's, that one's long. <laughs> um, it's, I've, never actually, it's, I've never actually played it, but I've, I watched... Um, Ryan Davis and Patrick Klepek of Giant Bomb play through the whole thing. They play they Chrono all, Trigger. Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's not. It's not a terribly long game, uh, but it's 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 so uh, it's just such a smart game. It's one of those cases of like the right. It's lighting in a bottle. Like the you know the perfect writer came with the perfect like character designer and the perfect you know uh, composer. And it just it all kind of came together at the right time and it was just a really 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 cool game there's a reason why that's in demand and i also know that i can get chrono trigger on my phone but i refuse to play chrono trigger on my phone <laughs> that sounds awful i know you can play it on like a ps3 i think you can download it on that the, there yep yeah. yeah yeah but i've heard that one's on i've heard the the playstation port is like the like the ds one and the super nintendo one are the ones to get like the yeah, but I've I heard think, that there's some problems, but yeah, I, I, I know I'm being a choosy beggar right now, um, but that's 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 how I am. <laughs> um, awesome. And what about the '90s beat 'em ups? You talking about like Ninja oh. Turtles and X Men? And yeah. Uh, have you ever played Sunset Riders? Yes, I played Sunset Riders because that game is amazing, so amazing. <laughs> uh, a couple of days ago, we we have an arcade. Uh, I know it sounds like I live in a town like from either the 1950s or the 1990s because I have a drive-in theater and I have a uh, arcade nearby. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I am in a weird. Uh, maybe I'm like Chrono. Um, but no, uh, there is a uh, there is a arcade uh, nearby, and um, it's it's about twenty minutes away. It, it, it has pretty much every machine you need from say like the nineteen eighty early nineteen eighties to like ninety four. Like it stops they stop having machines around like the Mortal Kombat uh, time period. I think it has like an MK two machine in there. That's probably the most recent arcade cabinet they have in there. Um, but we went a couple of days ago. I'm going back Friday, uh, just because it's a lot of fun and, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to go to an arcade with, with, uh, with some friends. And I, I just love Konami and Capcom's beat em ups. Like I love, uh, Sunset Riders. I love Turtles. Um, uh, I, I know I just sounded like that kid in the YouTube video. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, like, uh, there's, um, Final Fight, and, uh, I'm just having a lot of, uh, 
a lot of fun. And I think this summer I'm going to build a MAME cabinet. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I think I think every time I go to the arcade, it's just one of those cases of like I'm looking on eBay for how much is a Donkey Kong machine? <laughs> and that that's a dangerous Yes, very dangerous. Like you, you don't, you don't want to go down that hole, uh, <laughs> because then you're repairing things that are like forty years old, mm-hmm. and you, you have to start learning Japanese. And I don't, I don't want to do that. And they weigh seven thousand pounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like <laughs> I complained whenever we had to put like the, the Christmas tree up this year, and I want to put like a Galaga cabinet in my house. Yeah, I would love to have a cocktail machine. Yeah, that yeah. Would be awesome. Like there's, there's some very cool options when it comes to so i think i'm gonna build like a bar top oh uh, cool oh nice uh, that'll be cool yeah yeah i I, but i i want to do it like i want to make sure that it's like okay i want to make sure that there's enough buttons for mortal kombat 2 and street fighter (laughs) i want to make sure there's a trackpad uh like a rolly ball in the middle Mm -hmm. you know just because i might want to play golden t96 or marble madness or like tempest or Uh, something right yeah, oh, ooh, yeah. exactly. Thank you. Now yeah. I can justify it. Because <laughs> of Tempest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very helpful. Um, I'm sure that I'm no, sure Mara I, will definitely respond to you saying, I want to play Tempest. I'm sure that will be the yeah, thing. But Mara, it's Tempest. <laughs> Don't you get it? She's, uh, it, it's it's one of those cases of like, yeah, all right. Like, like she She's way more interested in like the, the main cabinet as opposed to like me spending you know, up to a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars on like one cabinet. Right, of course. Yes. There was a guy two months ago on Craigslist nearby that had a Neo Geo uh arcade. Oh nice. Machine. And I it was like four hundred and I was like, I can't like oh it was really <laughs> hard to like say no, don't buy that. Mm-hmm. Because that's another thing too. You buy the Neo Geo thing, then you're buying like Neo Geo carts. Right. Which are Three hundred dollars, yeah. Just so you can play Metal Slug it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, but it would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. I've always wanted awesome. an NBA Showtime NFL Blitz machine. Oh yeah, I played a lot of that in like the timeout arcade and at the mall, this local mall. Yeah, oh, Blitz geez. is a good one. You ever play Smash TV? Oh yeah, hell yeah, totally. yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. See, see. That's 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 the and I'm going to make sure that when I build this thing and like I say it's a bar top like this thing is going to be like five feet wide. So, like, <laughs> so a bed. Like, well, what bar. if we want to play? Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Like, what if we want to play six man X Men? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need we need two monitors. We need uh, at least six uh, joysticks. Well, you also you got to set up like you know a racing wheel and so you can play like, Cruising yeah, USA exactly, and stuff yeah. as well. So I gotta play. Uh, Want to play uh, Afterburner? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Got to get a light gun so you can play, you know, Time Crisis. Exactly right. All of it. And this oh, all ends man. with you getting one of those, like, battle pod things with, like, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, where I just, like, like this is this is, this is is the room that we dedicate to one thing. You're like, Mar, I'm sorry, we had to sell the house so I could buy yeah. this battle yeah, but pod. If, <laughs> if you get a battle pod, you can just get, like, that old wireframe Star Wars, like, um, I knew it was um, going Death to Star Wars. Trench Run yeah. game. And you can did, just go, there you did, go. Uh, I don't know if I posted. I don't think I did. I don't think I posted on like my Twitter or anything like that. A few Sundays ago, we were visiting Mara's uh, grandmother, um, and I know that sounds like you know, oh, she's like an ancient woman. Like Mara's grandma's like crazy young and awesome. <laughs> um, it's a story, but anyway, 
uh, it was Sunday morning, and we went to like it's not like a Dave and Buster's, but it's a Dave and Buster's mm-hmm. essentially. Um, it was kind of this like last minute thing. We're like, "Y'all want to do this?" And we're like, "Yeah, that sounds awesome." And uh, there was a Star Wars Battle Pod there, and basically, you give Mara twenty dollars in Star Wars Battle Pod, you don't see Mara for four hours, <laughs> uh, which is amazing because that game costs like three bucks to play. Right? Yeah, um, it's she's a mess. But, uh, so much fun though. <laughs> She loves it. She loves Star Wars Battle Pod. And I just, uh, I took a picture and I, I sent it to some people and said, hey, Mara's in, sun- she's in church this morning. Uh, this, is, this is this is her place of worship. She's my nice. hero. Very nice. She's, she's all uh, of our heroes. She's, she's Mara. Yes, she's Mara. Um, <laughs> all right. So I think that's going to, it's a good way to close out the show for this week. Um, please follow us on Twitter at talking underscore games, email us games at talking com. Uh, we're coming up with some new ideas and stuff for the show going forward. So we'll be talking about those pretty soon. I think we're going to have some conversations going forward. Um, if you are so inclined, please, please, please go to iTunes and review us. Um, <laughs> if you're going to leave a review and it's going to tend to be on the negative side, Make it constructive. <laughs> so we actually do read those and helps the show get better. Justin especially reads them because I get text messages from him anytime one is left. <laughs> Don't be an asshole. <laughs> For the love of God. Um, Never read below the line, Justin. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're very, very generous, head over to patreon.com slash talking comics and leave us uh, a donation. At, um, even a dollar a month gets you into the the Discord, as Justin had said, and you can, you can see Hugh shitting on games that he ends up buying. Um... <laughs> if you want to follow you don't me on Twitter, see me do it. That, that's a bit gross. Yeah, I'm at Bobby Shortle, Justin Jeroke J O R O E K. Hugh, I am at H underscore Paz and Matt. I'm at Johnny Matt Wood. Please check out talkingcomics.com for all our reviews and articles and other podcasts. But I think that's going to do it for talking games for this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everyone who's listening. Until next time. Be good to one another.